Hey guys, this is Adam Carswell, the founder of the Dream Chasers platform, and thank you for tuning into our content. We've got some phenomenal creators making a name for themselves on this platform, and we just want to say thank you for going on this journey with us. It's been a lot of fun over the past few years, and hey, we're just getting started. We would also like to take this moment to shine light on our sponsor, Raise Masters, the number one mastermind for elite capital raisers. To learn more about Raise Masters, you can go to raisemasters.com. That's raisemasters.com. And again, thank you for investing your most valuable resource with us, your time. Now kick back and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the TGIF with Courtney podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Stone, and today we have a very special guest, Michael Hearn. Michael, how are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? I am great. Great. Lovely morning. A little cold outside in Chicago, but you know, I'm dealing with it. (laughs) How about you? (laughs) That's good. Uh, Maryland's still cold as well. We're trying to get, you know, we had an 80 degree day earlier in the week, but it's uh, that fall spring, but here we are. It's, you know, 30 degrees this morning, so yeah, Midwest kind of the same weather vibes. You never know what you're going to get every day. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, thank you so much for coming on. We're just going to throw you into the deep end here. So tell me about yourself. Tell me what's your story. Um, entrepreneurship, how have you got to be where you are today? And what are you doing today? Awesome. Thanks. Hey, so um, I'm active duty Navy, been in the Navy 15 and a half years. Um, but I grew up around real estate and that's kind of what, what I'm doing nowadays. Um, my dad was a corporate real estate guy. So I just kind of, you know, followed him around as a kid looking at stuff. Um, and it's always been kind of a passion, and a, you know, and a knack of mine that I've always wanted to get back into. Um, and about a year and a half ago, I had a uh, kind of a, what am I going to do when I grow up kind of epiphany, right? Like the Navy's not going to last forever. Uh, you know, I got a few years till I retire, but uh, what am I going to do with my life? You know, what is, what is post Navy, uh, life looked like. And I, I thought about it and I was like, I really don't want to work for anybody. I want to be my own boss. I, uh, been taking orders for the last 15 and a half years. Um, you know, I don't wanna, <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't want to be, a, you know, there's a lot of guys, there's a lot of great opportunities out there, um, you know, for contractor jobs and things like that, that a lot of my friends go into that pay really well, um, that I could obviously, you know, go into fairly easily, but, um, that that's not, that's not the kind of guy I am. Um, I'm always looking for a challenge. Uh, and the next big opportunity. So I, uh, I, I fell back on the real estate thing and, you know, reached out to a couple of mentors of mine um, that have been in the business for, you know, 30, 35 years. They're real estate advisors. They do, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars of deals a year um, and kind of ran, ran my idea by them. Like, hey, this is what I'm thinking about doing. What do you think? You know, um, you know, I don't obviously have the cash to go in and do big deals, but, you know, this is my vision. And they were like, no, nah, dude, like, go. You know, while you're on deployment, go read as much as you can. Take your baseline knowledge and just elevate it. You know, you don't need a, you don't need to go to school. You don't need a degree. Um, all the information is out there for you to get your PhD in real estate. You just have to go find it and, and actually want to learn it. So um, while I was on deployment in 2021, I read about 25 books on, you know, just about every subject uh, in real estate and markets and some influential books just to get you know, and I also felt like it was a test, right? Like if I can get through this and read and keep reading and wanting to learn more, uh, it was a good litmus test, right? Like, Hey, I, maybe I'm in the right spot. If it didn't get dry and boring and I was just like, okay, this is, this is dumb. Yeah. Um, so I did that, <laughs> uh, came off of deployment, reached back out to my mentor, said, Hey, this is what I've done. This is what I've learned. These are all the books I read. And they were like, wow. Okay. Uh, they kind of quizzed me, asked me a bunch of stuff. We had, you know, more business related conversations and they were like, oh man, it sounds like, you know, you know, you know what you're talking about. I was like, yeah, but 
how do I put the knowledge, you know, into practice, right? And uh, they were like, hey, man, just just network, you know, we're here if you need us, but like we, you know, kind of like a parent, you know, like, go, go network and do your own thing and, and, and figure out your niche. So that's what I've been doing um, when I'm not doing Navy stuff. I am uh, always on LinkedIn and, and, and connecting with people like Adam, right? And, uh, um, and Seth and, and just, just a bunch of great people. And I've had some amazing conversations uh, in all different aspects, right? Whether it's capital raisers, attorneys, um, you know, GPs, guys that have been doing it for a long time, you know, asset managers, um, big, you know, institutional, fu you know, fund managers just to get to know what they like and what they don't like and what they're looking for. Um, and, you know, that's what I've been doing for the last nine months, uh, as well as, you know, sourcing and underwriting a ton of deals just to practice, right? Even if I knew I wasn't going to put an offer on it uh, or even try to go for it, I just, I wanted to, you know, take all that knowledge and just put it into practice and get repetitions. Um, and uh, that's where I'm at now. So, uh, to take a quote from, you know, Grant Cardone and, 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 you know, go big or go bigger. Um, and then, uh, you know, uh, one of my great books I read was the, the, what it takes by Stephen Schwartzman, the founder of Blackstone, um, the probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest, uh, private equity firms in the country, if not the world. Uh, he, when they first started his business partner wanted to go for a $50 million fund and Stephen wanted to go for a billion and when his friend asked him why, he said, well, it takes the same amount of energy to start and run a small company as it does a big one. You know, you're going to bludgeon it into existence. You're going to put your time and effort and you're going to devote your life to it. And, uh, you know, if you want to, su to succeed, that's what you're going to have to do. So if you're going to put all that time and energy in it, I would pick the one that has the potential to be massively successful and huge. And I was like, wow. Okay. So those two things kind of stuck with me. And uh, as I kind of perused into the, into the world of, you know, commercial real estate, multifamily stuff, you know, everybody, it's really heavy, obviously right now, the market, you know, every, there's a lot of great guys doing it. Um, but I kind of wanted to do something a little bit different. And I've been making relationships with people uh, to go for the bigger deals right off the front, you know, taking the knowledge. And um, there's another really good book that uh, a lot of people have read. It's called uh, who, not how, right? Like I don't need to know how to do everything. I need to know who can do those pieces, right? Like I bring a piece to the table, but I surround myself with people that know how to do all the other things that I don't know how to do. Um, so that's where you leverage other people's experience and knowledge to be able to tackle, you know, the institutional level um, deals uh, right off the rip. And that's what I'm working towards right now. No, that's, that's awesome. Um, a couple of points, like I definitely heard some like points that I've heard from Adam too in the past, like you don't necessarily have to go to college anymore. If you pick up enough books, you can just educate yourself on any topic, especially real estate. There's so many different resources and people are very open in this space. I think, like you said, like connecting and networking is a huge part and just like getting those other little tips and tricks that you don't necessarily learn from the books, but yeah. And then hearken to Grant Cardone's 10 X rule. Like <laughs> if you're going to go big, go bigger, go as far as you can, because it does take a lot of effort to start any business. So I think that's an awesome sentiment that you have is to, if you're going to start something, why not go all out? <laughs> because it's going to take the same amount of effort and maybe a little bit more because you're managing a little more money. But if you can get that off the ground, then you're only going to grow exponentially. Although I don't know how big a fund if you're already at like a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not that much. Not that much. Not yet. Not yet. 
Yeah, no, that's great. And your story was great too, transitioning into the real estate space. So what um was you what do you think was your biggest motivations to kind of change um like fields like from the army? And then you said that you like a challenge. Is that like one of your main motivators to kind of get into this real estate space and push yourself, push the boundaries and educate yourself? Yeah, I mean, so you know, being a Navy guy, um you know, in the space that I've been in, you know, in, in aviation, you know, I've done a lot of awesome things with a lot of awesome people. Right. And um, it's the same, it's the same in, in business, right? Like you're the, the CEO isn't successful with a, without a great team. Um, you know, we're not even the leaders in the military, we're not successful unless the troops or sailors underneath us are successful. Right. Um, the whole organization has to succeed and everybody needs to be a part of it. Um, and that that's kind of the organizational climate I want to set, you know, with my, company as I'm able to expand and hire more guys uh, and girls. Um, but, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, for me, I want to go more vet- veteran centric, right? Obviously, I'm not going to be able to fill every hole at my company as I expand with a vet. Um, but that's my goal. Um, for those who know, like, who Black Rifle Coffee Company is, right? Like, they're a, a big organization now, right? That was started by a bunch of vets, uh, you know, by vets, for vets type thing. And, you know, and then, basically take that kind of mentality and, and convert it to like a Blackstone type company down the road, right? Where it's private equity, real estate, and, you know, doing um, investment. What I would like to do is investment into um, veteran owned companies. So that's my why, right? Is, is, is not only to make money, right? Everybody wants to do that and create wealth, but, you know, give our investors returns and also giving back to the community that has given me so much, right? The, the military community and, you know, support, you know, other people, whether I've actually directly served with them or not, you know, we all have that, um, the relationship, that automatic, you know, credibility, we all kind of know what we've been through. And, uh, I know everybody has a great, you know, the average soldier, sailor, you know, Marine, you know, even the average guy has, um, you know, a great work ethic and dedication that they want to put to use somewhere. So, um, that's kind of what I want to do. And that, that was a big driver for me. And just also, like I said, not wanting to really take orders from other people, you know, I wanted to be the guy that people to, to be able to drive that vehicle uh, forward and, and have my vision and be able to mold it how I see. Yeah. I think that's a common thing amongst some <clears throat> entrepreneurs is they want to be their own bosses. Cause one, maybe they're not like the best employees. That's what I usually get. Or they just literally just want to make their own vision because they believe in it and they have the drive and the passion for it. And it seems like you do, you're starting your own company and you're starting out at a very high marker. You said, yeah. what is it? $250 million. Uh, yeah, there was, there's a deal that I'm looking at um, just okay. trying to put the equity piece together, but I have a lot of great supporters, um, you know, and it's, it's one of those things like you got to keep trying, like not, you know, if it was easy, everybody would do it. So, you know, I honestly, like my, one of my mottos is, you know, expect the worst, but hope for the best and you'll never be disappointed. Right. So I never go into a conversation expecting, you know, a guy, a a person or a company to say like, yeah, I'll jump on board. Right. I go in there trying to prove myself and at least build a relationship. Right. Cause it's a context sport. Right. They always say like contracts or contacts equal contracts. But if I can build a relationship, maybe I can't do business with them today, but you know, two, three, four months, a year down the road, we could be partners and doing stuff. So, you know, I never, I never looked the gift horse in the mouth, right? Let's, you know, take every relationship for what it is, um, build on that, be personable with, with everybody you talk to and be appreciative of their time. Um, especially when you're just starting. Um, and I, and I try not to, you know, that's not really like a, I'm not really going into any call really either like asking for cash. It's just trying to build that rapport and that relationship and 
really sell myself and who I am and what my vision is. Um, and, and if they're willing to jump on board or, or help in any way, which usually is what it is like, Hey, we love what you do. Let, you know, let us know if there's anything we can do. And those relationships are invaluable. You know, that's kind of the same conversation I had with Adam when I talked to him the first time, it was like, man, I love your story. Like, let's stay in touch. Hey, get on Courtney's, you know, podcast, like, you know, those kind of things, you know, even just those connections are invaluable. And, you know, I know like me and him are going to stay in touch for a long time, and but you know, it's, it's a, it's a struggle, right? It's a, it's a long road, but if you can be humble enough, I think to understand that, uh, you know, where you actually sit, you know, in, in relative to everything else, you're not necessarily going to be just start up and be successful right away. Um, you know, just understanding that is a big piece of it. And, uh, just, letting it happen as it goes and not rushing it, not making any stupid uh, calls or going into deals that, you know, just trying to rush the success, you know, even if it is a, a big goal you have, just take your time, which I have, it's been nine months. I don't have a deal, but, you know, I'm consistently looking and consistently underwriting and consistently, you know, working on networking. And I know when the time's right, it'll happen. It's, it's just a matter of, you know, continuing to push and, you know, and not giving up. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you have the perfect mindset to be starting this business. And I also love the idea that you are going into every call, like selling yourself, selling your belief, because that's how you get other people to believe in you. And you can sell your own dream to them, kind of not just the numbers and here's this spreadsheet and this is what I'm doing, but actually give them the passion that you have and show them that you're in it for the long run. And I think that really attracts them to like your deals too more so because they know that your heart is in it. So they're going to trust you more with their money too. And hope that you have their best intentions at heart too. Cause it seems like you have great intentions in general. So yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, it's been cool. There's, you know, obviously there's a couple of people that say like, you're crazy. You're never going to be successful because <laughs> you're going big. Um, you know, I just, I, I say thank you. And, you know, I just, you know, I'm not rude to them, but I just say thanks and, you know, carry on on to the next one, you know, like everybody's going to have their own opinion. Um, but if we listen to the detractors all the time, you know, we're never going to get anywhere. Right. Um, you know, it's like the crab mentality. I tell people a lot about the crab mentality. If you have a bucket of crabs, you know, one of them is going to try to escape, but the rest of the crabs in their attempt to escape is just pulling that, pulling that crab back into the bucket. Uh, so none of them actually get anywhere, right? They don't know how to work together to escape the bucket. Um, you know, as one climbs out, they're just pulling him back down and it's a constant, constant turnover. So uh, don't let the crabs in the bucket hold you back. Just get out and, and do your own thing. Um and, and, and there are people out there that are going to support you. And I've found a, quite a few, um, you know, whether they can materially help me or whatever, it doesn't matter. As long as I find people that I can lean on, that can lean on me, we can bounce ideas off each other. Um, and it's a give and take thing, right? Like you don't want to be the guy that's, you know, only asking for help, right? You want to be sharing ideas, sharing connections, things like that as much as possible. So you're not just take, 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 you can give as well. No, that that's awesome. I think that's amazing. You're I think the team is a huge part too, that you're, especially since you have it such a, like a niche focus on what kind of team you want to build, like giving back to the community with veterans, but also just the team in general of getting those investors to work with you. And I think you have the best mindset to do that. And yeah, there are people who are negative. I don't think anyone is 100% backed by everyone. <laughs> like that yep. just doesn't happen because everyone has conflicting opinions and different values. But I think you take that with a grain of salt. You realize that not everyone enjoys it, but then you just move on, brush it off and hop to the next deal. And that's the way to do success. You can't let the little things bog you down because just because one person doesn't like your idea doesn't mean 20 other people like love it. <laughs> Exactly. And then, you know, it, when you, when I get a chance, when I finally close a, a, a big deal with the, you know, the team I have around me 
and we get to post about all that success, you know, maybe those guys will, will be like, oh man, I missed out on an opportunity and then they'll join up. But that's why you never, you know, I don't ever, you know, tell them like, Hey, thanks. Don't talk to me again. But you know, it's, it's just, you just keep that, you know, you keep the relationship around you, you, you still talk to them and stuff, but you just understand that, you know, they might not be of the same mindset as you. Right. So, you know, that 10 X mindset or whatever, you know, entrepreneurial mindset, whatever you want to call it, just the, you know, the wealth mindset, there's a lot of different words out there for the same thing. Basically it's just believing yourself and understand that you can do anything. You just have to keep working for it. And, uh, and I truly believe that's going to happen for me. And I'm going to be able to hire a lot of vets and take care of a lot of people. Um, and, and that that's the goal. And you know, that's the why, right? If you have a good, why you're going to wake up every day and work hard to achieve it. Um, you know, so it's not just for the cars and the airplanes and the houses or whatever, like there's a bigger picture, right? Obviously with great success comes, you know, some of those things, but um, you know, especially still being active, right. I can take the cash that I make on these deals and turn around and, you know, and put it back into the company and, and hire people um, because I don't, I don't need the paycheck right now. I have, I still have one, right. my wife has a job, so I can take all the money from all the deals and pour it right back into the company uh, immediately. And then, you know, down the road, be able to, you know, uh, reap the rewards. Yeah, no, that sounds like a great structure you got going there for yourself and to kind of build that up. So as you mentioned, yeah, you have to stay focused with all these things going on. You have calls to make, you're building the company still kind of, you're only nine months in. So that's pretty, it's a pretty new company still. But um, so how do you keep yourself focused during the work week or day to day? Like, do you have any routines or tips and tricks that like make sure that you're on what you need to be on and hitting all those check marks? I have learned to live and die by my calendar. Uh, I used to just be, you know, like, especially with the Navy, right? Like, it's just, you know, be where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there, you know, all that stuff. But when you're making your own, you know, schedule to talk to people and I've learned to honestly live and die by my calendar. And my wife is doing amazing things with her consulting business with women empowerment and stuff like that. So she's on calls all day long doing stuff. Um, And uh, so we have to like compare our schedules of what's going on to make sure that we can still, you know, take the kids to swimming. My daughter's in swimming, ballet and gymnastics. My son does swim lessons and he does like the little kid gymnastics, just run around the gym stuff. He's two, Um, but it's the least place for him to get some energy out. Um, And then we got T-ball starting up. I'm going to be the team manager for a a bitty ball T-ball team for my four-year-old. Um, so we still get the, you know, get our kids involved and we, we still spend a lot of time with our family as, as much as we can with the family. Um, and yeah, just the, the day-to-day stuff, I live and die by the calendar, but I, yeah, wake up with the kids in the morning, take them to school, come back, work on my Navy stuff, make sure I have all that squared away and then, and then jump right into to working on this stuff as well when I have time. No, that sounds great. sounds like you have a really good sense of work-life balance, making sure that you spend that time with your family, but also get your work done, especially with this new company that takes a lot of effort. And then your wife also having a business, is it her own business or is she said consulting? Yeah. So she's a, she's, she is a financial advisor for a firm, but on the side um, she does, she has LH consulting, Laura Hearn consulting. um, And she's doing, she's found her like ideal client and she works with a lot of women and she's actually hosting a 20 speaker summit, uh, in May. Yeah. Um, Congrats so, to your wife. <laughs> yeah. She, uh, it just kind of one of those things, you know, like the, the whole think big mentality, right. We, we pump each other up, right. Like every time one of us feels down, it's, we remind each other if we have any, like, uh, like negative talk, like negative self-talk, like, uh, I think I'll be this. No, it's like, no, speak it in the present, right. Like that would say like, speak your goals as if they're already happening. 
uh, like I will be a millionaire or I, I will have this done or this, I, this will be successful. Um, you know, we pump each other up on that and, and, and keep the, the motivation high. So yeah, she's got 20 amazing people that she's been, you know, networking with. Um, and she's has an amazing summit coming up in May that she's been working her, her tail off on. Um, if anybody is interested and we plug my wife here, uh, lhconsulting.org, uh, tickets are on sale now. So, uh, if you're a woman looking to get empowered or even a, a, a guy that's looking to, you know, support women and, and, and do stuff like that, she would definitely be appreciative of it and check it out. There's women from all different walks of life and different subject areas. No, not just finance, but everything kind of like the whole, whole picture. So, uh, so it's a, it's a passion of hers and she's dug in wholeheartedly and done that. So I have my passion. She has hers. We're full bore into them. Um, I'm still doing the Navy thing. It's uh, we're busy, but we do make time for the kids and the family and uh, hanging out and decompressing after all the kids go to bed and just having fun. Awesome. Yeah. I was going to say, you just gave me another resource to use too, because that sounds awesome. <laughs> Women empowerment. Let's go. But um, yeah, that, no, that's great. So I love all the sentiments and it sounds like the support system there is really strong and your kids are set up because your house is just full of the entrepreneurial spirit right now. Like you guys are just ready to go and pursuing your dreams. And that's awesome. So it sounds like everything's going great for you guys. Um, and on top of that, this is um, just kind of a fun question then connecting to that. So what do you kind of do to relax and unwind when you have free time with them or by yourself? What, what really settles the, <laughs> the stress in your life sometimes? Um, I mean, so I was super stressed out for the last couple of years. I wasn't really home. I was on two deployments. So being able to be on shorty and, and spend the time with the family, like the stress level is already lower. Uh, I don't really feel stressed out doing the entrepreneurial stuff because it's fun to me. Right. Like, and it's the same thing with my wife. Right. Like, even if we're busy, if I'm still, you know, when I'm doing my Navy stuff, um, you know, as my regular job that, that it's I'm on shorty. I'm not deploying. Right. There's a lot of guys out there that have it a lot worse than I do. Uh, you know, we've all been there. But, uh, you know, like I said, we do a lot of stuff with the kids. We take them out and do their, you know, their sports and things like that. But, you know, in the evenings, just sit around and actually do a family dinner, um, hang out with the kids, go play with their toys. You know, they're four and two. So a lot of playtime, a lot of wrestling. Uh, my two-year-old boy is just like full of energy, just always running around like a madman. Um, he's obsessed with the bad guys from like Spider-Man, um, like kids shows. So he runs around like Rhino and steals his sister's stuff and claims it's the gold coins and then stomps through the house. I mean, just having fun with them, watching them grow up, um, listen to them giggle and, and fight and, you know, just be siblings. It's, it's awesome. Um, and when they go to bed, my wife and I literally just hang out on the couch, chat about how our day was and bounce ideas off each other. And then we usually just veg out for an hour and put our phones down and, and watch an episode of something um, and just hang out together and just kind of decompress, put everything down, you know, relax and then the weekends it is besides you know the kids stuff we literally just hang out with them go to the park practice softball whatever like whatever the kids want to do pretty much is, is what we do go to church on Sunday mornings yeah so a lot of stuff no it's very wholesome it's very that's like the perfect thing of work-life balance I think you guys have it set in stone already like it's just ready to you guys are just ready to grow exponentially in your careers like your families sounds amazing already and very set up and you guys already have that high motivation high energy spirit so I think you you guys can only have more success from here and <laughs> your kids wow I'm surprised you have so much energy to do all this and still have such a positive mindset because 
kids at four and two are very hectic, aren't they? But oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, I definitely had to have a very large cup of coffee this morning. Uh, my two-year-old <laughs> decided to come into our room at five thirty this morning and lay between me and my wife and kick both of us and not be still. Uh, so we've been up since five thirty in the morning dealing with screaming children. So you know, it's the challenges, but it's fun, right? Like they're only kids once. Um, you know, so it's. Uh, it's something that I look at and, you know, everybody's like, you know, you have people that are like, oh, don't, you know, don't cuddle with your kids for too long. They need to learn how to put themselves to sleep, which is true. Um, but my daughter's, you know, that's, that's daddy. That's my daddy's girl, right? She, you know, she missed her dad while he was gone for two years, right? Like basically back-to-back deployments, um, you know, watching them having that emotional, you know, kind of like damage, right? From, from being gone and then being able to just, I don't care. I'm going to cuddle with my daughter, you know? And, and I'm going to cuddle with my son and I'm going to, you know, hang out with them as much as possible. Um, you know, that those kids right there is, is really what, you know, is what this is all about. Right. So not only the vets that I'm working to do with the company, but, you know, set our kids up, do it for their future and their kids future and things like that. So. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. I mean, props to you. That's literally, I think a lot of people's dreams is to have that, that family life like that. And then also, being able to give back to their community or something that's really affected them in the long run. So you had an amazing story. Thank you so much, Mike. I just have one Thanks. more question for you to kind of wind it down a little bit. So um, what's your favorite song or podcast that you will be blasting this weekend when it comes when the 5 PM timer hits or whenever you get off work it might be a little different. Cause you might be listening to your kids songs or oh, no, my kids listen to my music. So I'm, I'm, I am uh when we drive to and from school, I, you know, I have, we have a, a Chevy, so it's, you know, we have a Sirius XM radio and it's either Octane, which is, you know, the new hard rock or X Sirius XM turbo, which is the nineties and two thousands rock. I mean, uh, Slipknot is probably one of my kids' favorite bands. They don't know what all the words are, but they just love the drums and the hardcore stuff. So yeah, when I told my parents that, you know, that my daughter loved, you know, drowning pool bodies, right? Like the drums, you know, my, my mom's like, what? I'm like, dude, it's, they, we, they listen to our music. Um, they're great kids, but um, you know, yes, they, of course they want to listen to their music sometimes, but that's, that's our, that's our anthem, right. Is uh, just listen to that rock music. I love it. Um, we go out and play and I have it playing on the speaker and they love it. They're like rock out. You know, that's, they, they're literally screaming that in the backseat on the way to school. So uh, they're little rocker heads. It's awesome. And uh, it's, it's super cool. Oh, I love that. My dad used to have CDs when they still had like the CD player in the car of um, like Motley Crue and Aerosmith. So that's what I like, grew up on as like a child. So yeah. I like the harder rocks and stuff like that. But no, that's awesome. Thank you so much again, Mike. It was great to talk to you. And thank you for sharing your story with me and everyone else listening. Um, yeah. Do you have any final comments? No, I just I just want to say thanks, Courtney, for having me on. It's been a great time. I really appreciate it. Um, and uh, I, I just, I really love all the connections that we're making through all this stuff. It's great. Um, and I guess I'll take one last plug for my wife, lhconsulting.org. Uh, she would love me for that or hate me if I didn't do it, I guess. She has no idea that I'm doing it, but surprise. Um, Wait, have her listen to the podcast and then she'll hear it twice. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, hey, thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. Um, and I look forward to talking to you some more later. Definitely. You too, Mike. Thank you so much for coming on. It was great talking with you. And that's a wrap. So TGIF, guys. Thank you.